Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoned, get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go.
Hi, everyone. Welcome to all the Big Brother fans out there. I'm Cherry Garcia. This is the Rad Reality Show. It's March 8, 2019, and it's time for the Manic Monday Show with host Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Michelle and I are both so thrilled to have the lovely Suzette Amaya from BB Can 1 returning tonight. So Michelle and Suzette can continue to discuss uh, the new cast and also talk about everything that's going down in the already drama-filled Big Brother Canada 7 season. Of course, Suzette is our Big Brother Canada, Canada aficionado. And let's be honest, the girl can lighten up even the darkest of rooms with her smile and her personality. Um, and then you add Michelle, the Portuguese princess, and it's just a fun night talking about BB Can 7. So if you'd like to share your opinions about a house guest or what's going down in the Big Brother house, um, click our link and join us in our live chat room or call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six to talk to Michelle and Suzette on air. If you do call in, just remember to press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That just lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Okay, it's time for me to bring up our host, and let's get it started in here. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hey, Cherry Pie. What is going on? It's Manic Monday. We're back. Gosh. Absolutely. I love Manic Mondays. It helps out those Monday blues. And you know what, Cherry? I have a feeling there was a lot hungover today. Yeah, I, I just feel that because yesterday was St. Patrick's Day, so I hope everybody out there enjoyed and had a safe, fun St. Patrick's Day. And I know a lot of people celebrate, even if they're not Irish. So we can all be Irish for a day. That's okay. A lot of green beer, <laughs> corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the, I saw, I read this article this morning and it was like 13 million gallons of Guinness beer was consumed yesterday. Wow. That's a lot of just Guinness. And I don't recall anybody, well, maybe there was a couple people I saw yesterday drinking Guinness, but I saw people drinking a lot of other stuff. Lots and lots of, I don't drink beer, so I know I was drinking other stuff. So, um, beer green, like, do they put something in it, Cherry? Or is it a certain type of I beer? I guess. I guess they, they have to put just food coloring in it, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Okay. I was, well, I was wondering if it was like a certain type of beer, you know, um, that they just consume on St. Patrick's Day, or if it was some kind of, um, like a Midori something, you know, like a little shot of Midori or something, but food coloring, that makes sense too. <laughs> that yeah, makes I think it's just food coloring. <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah. I I'm actually bought my mom's like shamrock. Very high tech. You what? Yesterday. You got her a I bought like my a mom's shamrock? shamrock. The real ones, the the plants. And they're so cool. I've, I've had them for a long time. Clover? That's what they look like, yeah. And they're so cool because they go to sleep at night, they close up, and then in the morning they wake up again, and they're just the coolest plants. They have them in in purple and green. And they're just the coolest plants to have. 
and they're they're one of my favorite plants of all time. Sure, is it like Irish a Venus flytrap? Like it opens no. it, it opens up kind of like a Venus flytrap. No, not like that. But they do they close down, but not like a Venus flytrap. They do, they just close their little leaves, but not not like a a fly now trap. I want one of these like plants. Yeah, you you've got to get one, one to see. What, they're so cool, and they have flowers that come up out of them, little small flowers that come up out of them, and they're just the coolest plants to have. It's so neat to Is it to easy to find them? them? Like, like, do I have to go to, like, a specialty store? Um, like nursery would have them. Place, you know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I want to get – that is on my things of to-do list. I'm adding it. Get a shamrock. You can tree. get is purple ones and tree? green ones. Yeah, you can get purple ones and green ones, and they're just the coolest thing. I bet your that mom would love them. That's pretty too. cool. Yeah, I I want one. I bought I bought a money tree the other day, so now I need really? a shamrock tree. Yeah, it's yeah, like a money tree. Yeah, these trees are just small little plants. Yeah, but they're very yeah, hardy. Yeah, this one's like a little plant. You can nearly kill them, and they'll it. come back hardy. Oh, you know, oh, so like, like somebody you, like me who does not have a green thumb. Yeah, you can, I can't kill you it. can keep shamrocks. Yeah, right. Hmm. That would be perfect <laughs> for somebody like me. I mean, I talk to plants because I heard talking to plants was good. But I feel like I've, I've, I could have had a lot better luck with plants. Um. <laughs> Maybe I overwater them. Maybe I'm giving them too much attention. Is that possible? You hmm. can overwater them if they're sitting in too much water. Yeah. It, it oh needs to drain out. Oh, my some of my plants. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I feel like a really bad person. Well, everybody out there listening, go get yourself a shamrock plant. And then let us know if you, you know, did you get purple or did you get green? I want everybody out there to go get a shamrock tree. Hmm. Very interesting. I'm very curious. Now I'm going to Google it right after the show tonight. Um, speaking of the show tonight, we have so much to talk about because I have like a list of things that I want to talk about. Suzette's going to be calling in in a little bit so that we can talk about um, Big Brother Canada. As Cherry said at the beginning of the show, Lots of drama, um, and just for everybody out there to know, I did what I was t- what I told them I was going to do. I told Miss Cherry Pie and I told Eric I was going to get them the link, and they got the link. So they are now sucked into the Big Brother Canada world, along with all of us. Um, a couple of notes. Number one is I want to wit- uh, congratulate Mr. Michael Cowboy Ellis. Um, he is a grandfather. Um, oh, she had the baby. Yes, and there's a beautiful, gorgeous picture of um, her up on his Facebook. So um, if you're on his page um, or you, you, you haven't gone to see the baby yet, go wish him a um, congratulations on being a grandfather for the first time. How exciting. Very exciting. Um, so make sure you do that cherry after the show. 
Um, another thing I want to also, um, if we could all just say a little prayer, send some um, prayers towards April um, Dowling. She was on my season of Big Brother. And um, just recently, within the past couple of days, I saw that she had posted that her father is um, living in Nebraska. And I don't know if any of you guys have, um, you know, been able to see with all the crazy news that's been going on with a lot of different things happening, um, that there's a lot of flooding going on in the middle of the country. Um, I believe like Iowa, maybe Nebraska. Uh, Cherry, you're not uh, being affected by these floods waters, are you? Um, No, but we will be soon. It's coming our oh, way. Oh, goodness. So what are they – it's coming your way. So what are they doing to prepare for? Are they uh, – do you know if you're, like, within the flood stages? Like, are, are you going to be affected? Are the, the sandbags down and stuff like that? Um, there's really not much you can do if the water's coming. you just got to make sure you evacuate. Rich and I right? were talking about this just before the show. Um, this year is sort of starting just like 1993 did where – we're at mid-March and already hearing about flooding up north, severe flooding. And that's how 93 started where, you know, and our ground is already saturated completely. So I'm very, very concerned about this season because, you know, it always has to come down the Mississippi and we haven't hit the spring rains yet mm-hmm, yep and no Cherry, how far away do you live from the mississippi river like or the any kind of I'm rivers right, that I'm are right. outlets just a couple of miles from mississippi oh yeah i'm, I'm well, not far far at all cherry and anybody <laughs> who is in the past or is already actually dealing with it uh send them some prayers um i know that april's father is in the actual flooding right now. Um, so just make sure you heed the warnings, uh, Cherry, and if they tell you to get out, make sure you get out if if that's what you need to do. Um, so make sure you guys uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. And, of course, uh, everybody in New Zealand dealing with the shootings there and, of course, the continuous um, just unfortunate um, shootings and racism and all that kind of crap that we are just sick and tired of listening to. And it's like this country, is, this world has gone backwards in time. It's kind of crazy. So, um, And uh, I just want to also talk real quick. So um, last week we had uh, Suzette on, which we first talked about Michelle's place. Um, so I'm going to do another quick talk about what Michelle Place is all about. I'll give you a rundown of that in case you missed. So there's only, I believe, a nine days left to um, donate. Maybe that's there's even less than that. Myself, along with a lot of other reality stars, I don't know the exact number, and I'm not sure if when Jillian was on a couple weeks ago, if she actually gave a number. Um, but she said she couldn't, I believe, because of the fact of people getting donations and needing to get a goal. Um, but there's going to be many reality stars from all different reality shows 
uh, obviously Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, a lot of the chef shows, um, Naked and Afraid, a lot of survivalist shows. Uh, we've had multiple people um, on our show to, that was looking for donations. Many, many years um, we've been doing this with Miss Jillian. And uh, we need your support again. We need your help again, everybody. Um, it's going to be going on its ninth year, Cherry. Can you believe it? Do you remember when we first started talking about this? I know. Um, we've been a part of this the entire time. So nine years. This is That's um, amazing. Well, some, isn't it? I just want to let you know you do have a caller. If you want to, oh, okay. I don't know if you want to take it now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to um, talking about Reality Valley, but yeah, let's bring up a caller. Okay, we have, hi, Eric, you're on with Michelle. Oh, my God, you recognize my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh Eric, we have it written oh everywhere. Oh, as, as long as it's not written on the bathroom wall. That's where we found it. <laughs> So guilty as charged. How you doing, so, Eric? How are you? Did you um, did you right. are you caught I'm, up on Big Brother Canada or what? Oh, I am. And I will just say that I am glad that I watched the most recent episode this morning at the gym and not while I was eating breakfast. That okay, competition yes. was hilarious. But I thought if I was eating, I don't know if I'd be able to keep my oatmeal down. Oatmeal or slop is the question. Well, I I would eat slop if I had to, but, uh, you know, the funny thing is with everything they were eating, I thought, you know, I wouldn't mind trying the cookies or the sloppy joe or, honestly, I probably would have tried everything just for the heck of it. I don't know how I would have shared, but it didn't look like everybody was having a good time with that one. It was it Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It really was hilarious. And um, a couple things stuck out for me on, during that competition, Eric and Cherry, was, number one, it kind of brought me back to my season when we had that um, eating competition. And um, I had to eat crickets. So Ew. one of the meals, yes, I had to eat 10 crickets. And they were like, some of them were dead. Because of the California heat, they had succumbed to the heat of California. It was very hot. Um, and I believe some of them were still moving, like their legs were still moving. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. But, um, yeah. So I I had the crickets, and um, I remembered, like, dry heaving in a corner. I just, nothing was coming out. I was just like, <gasps> I think it was more like a mental thing than anything, but I felt like for the next two days that there were crickets crawling up and down my throat. Okay. Okay. And then I was taking cricket legs out of my teeth. I was like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, that looks like a cricket leg. Oh, my God. I immediately... What was that, Eric? Is it either, was it, it was either that or slop, right? Yeah, because it was like, um, well, there was uh, a raw pig ear. Uh, there was 
uh, crickets, and then there was also slop. But there was something with the slop. I don't know. All I know is that, like, the slop looked even worse because it was, like, sitting out in the sun. And I remember that competition because there was a lot of our comps that it, they delayed the comps because it was so hot outside that they had to wait till the heat um, got a little bit better outside because we would, we would have probably, like, passed out. Um, How was Crimea Vito? I, I think I remember you saying in a, that Crimea Vito one, the one with the onions. Yeah. And I think you said yeah. the guy you didn't like onions. Yeah, and the honey one too, the honey one. So like the the um the honey got so hot that it actually became kind of like um kind of like ice. Like not ice, meaning cold dub it became like a slab. But um with with the uh with the crickets, I ran into the house after we the competition was done and I remember going to get chocolate chip cookies and I grabbed the chocolate chip cookies. I took the chocolate chip cookies out of the bag and I proceeded to punch the the cookies on top of the table. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I need the chocolate pieces in there. I need to have chocolate right now because in some country somewhere, crickets dipped in chocolate is a delicacy and I need some chocolate. <laughs> oh, I was like losing my mind. But you guys wow. remember, too, speaking of April, she had the hairy raw pig ear, and I had the, uh, the, the hairy raw pig ear, too. But she had it, and she was a vegetarian, and that was the first piece of meat that she ate in, like, Oops. six years. Ouch. So it was crazy. So she, like, was didn't even think about it. She was like, let's do it. But, um... My question to you, Eric or Cherry, um, would you have eaten the crickets that they they showed on that competition? I mean, it didn't look too bad. <laughs> I eat the anchovies right out of the tin, so I probably would have eaten the crickets. You would have ate the crickets, yeah. You yeah. would have gone for the I crickets, mean, though. If I had been on slop for the whole week, and that was the only way I could get myself off of it. Possibly, you know, it's you never know until you're there. Uh, the salad would it? Wait, was it in a salad? For, no, you did the slop, the slop salad. Then yeah, there was the, the slop salad, the slop dog, which was like a, uh, which they, they actually had a lot of different um, types of slop stuff, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, they had the meatballs, the spaghetti and meatball slop. They had the slop popsicles. Mm-hmm. Um, the slop what was that, dog. Eric? The, 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 the slop dog, yep. Yep, the slop yeah. sushi. I don't know. There's something a little bit wrong with your phone, Eric. It keeps cutting out. Um, uh, it could be my Bluetooth headset. I'm hoping the battery's not going dead. Oh, no, no. You, you sound a lot better now, actually. Uh, the oh, slop sushi. Um... I don't know. I mean, I just don't think like it's something that you think about. You just do it. But I guess it's a lot better than a lot of these ones that you see on like um, Survivor the Challenge where you got like donkey balls, you know, or like monkey brains, literally legit monkey brains that you eat. I'll take a cricket. Even if you're not going to eat it, what about um, in Big Brother 20 
when they all had to stick their hands in that fish tank full of snakes. Uh, I mean, I think see, myself as a super fan that if I was in the house, I would do anything and everything they put in front of me because thinking of the whole process you have to go through, why not just do it all? Just immerse yourself. Yeah, no, I would definitely do it because you know what my thought process would be? They wouldn't put a poisonous, deadly snake in that tank. That's number one. So if it bites me, then I'm not going to, like, die, right? And number two is it's probably not a snake that bites humans um, because that would probably be bad if it bit somebody. So I think that they would definitely – probably get like animals that they have in these different comps from like maybe like um um you know like a farm or a zoo or something where there's people around it all the time and there's really nothing that's happened but like anything's possible but I would just I mean you're there for the experience and you know how many people that would wish to be there so just do it right absolutely why not that's what I like, unfortunately so, dare me to street across the house I'd probably do that too would you say you would run naked through the house? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'd want to make sure I wouldn't lose my job, but if somebody dared me to do it, oh, what the hell? Why not? Which is why I'm trying to get my 35-year-old body back. So if I'm streaking through the house, I look a little bit better. Oh. Well, maybe somebody got a phone call, but you can't talk about it. Nope. I I I wish I could. I wish I was lying, but I'm not lying, unfortunately. But who knows? I could be. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, I've seen that Suzette is running probably a little bit late. Eric, I'll I'll have to ask you some questions about Big Brother Canada. How's that? All right, go right okay. ahead. I'll see what I can answer for you. Okay, so are you all caught up? I am. I am. Okay. I uh, I completed the last episode this morning. Okay, so last week we talked about um, we'll, we'll talk about, let's see, the the HOH was Dane. Um, and yep. Dane um, put up on the block, he put up um, um, Maki, is it Maki or Maki? Maki. And Kira. Maki? Maki? And Yes. So his reasoning behind putting up Kira was that she emotional. is emotional. They are emotional. I want to use the right pronoun. They are emotional. Well, this is my thing. Do you think that's a good enough reason to put somebody up on the block? Do you think it was just like a, a, an easy way out? Type oh, of, that's a like, cop out. Person to put up? That's a total cop out. It's, it's, it's a bum reason. So. Yeah, it's not someone being emotional is not going to affect your game. It's going to affect their game, but that's just an excuse. Yeah, and it would be somebody who would um, kind of shoot themselves in their own foot. So maybe it's somebody that you want yeah. to keep around, right? Because um, they'll put a big and of course on people get emotional though. Everybody does. I would say. Yeah. Some people are just like, they show it differently, I guess. Maybe some people are a little bit more stronger than others. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of people 
are, you know, missing their family, missing their dogs or cats or they're missing something, right? Just like outside yeah. activity. Um, just some people hold My their emotions differently. So you would lose your mind, like you would snap on people? Uh, possibly. I mean, there are times when I would just walk away from it, but if my fuse goes off, it's going to be quick. Oh. Sometimes I bottle stuff in. There are times I could go and just hold it in and hold it in and hold it in, and then if I snap... Explosion. It's like a volcano, right? Got all this pressure, and boom. And then eventually the volcano calms down, and it's done. Well, you know what else I thought was a little bit weird is that he he said that, you know, that she was emotional. But, you know, he he should have embraced that because Kira was missing, I think, her mother. Um, she was talking about missing her family. And we yeah. saw Dane, when he got his HOH, he was crying, and he was oh. crying because of his father. So yeah. kind of weird to say that she was emotional in this when, you know, he kind of got emotional too, so I don't know. I think, you know, know it's like maybe one of those things. Maybe he didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. I don't know, but me, mm-hmm. myself, and I, Eric and Cherry, we all know what's the worst possible thing that can ever be talked about in the Big Brother house. And you're probably wondering what I'm about to say. So this I'm going to say oh. the word porn. You never uh. want to be a stinking porn because you know what? Uh. I've seen it. You've seen it. Cherry's seen it. We've seen it. How many times? The porn. More than half of the yeah, time goes home. Always goes home. Oh, I would never want to be a pawn. I would say absolutely not. I do not want to be a pawn. If you're going to do it, obviously I don't have any control over that, but I'm letting you know I don't want to be a pawn. And if somebody came to me and said, don't win the veto, we are going to remove you, trust us. Hell no, I'm going to fight for that veto and get myself off the block. Of course. I'm not going to be like Marcellus from, you know, the first person to ever win a gold Ugh. veto and not this idiot. He didn't use it I mean, and because he was sitting next to Amy. Paper. Yeah. Yeah, and he and went home and he went home. smacked broke her head. Yeah. But I think this no, past I year, Tyler used his veto once and he stayed. He didn't use the veto? I think it was Tyler and Big Brother 20 didn't use the veto once. I think he, I could have sworn he used it on someone else. Maybe Angela, and he ended up staying. So it's a rare occasion that it worked in his favor, but they were all working together. But I personally wouldn't want to take that chance. No. No. I mean, if you're on the block, you win the veto, it's an automatic. You use the veto. I don't care who tells you what to your face. That's not going to happen. I'm using the veto just to make sure, you know, that I'm safe. That's the whole point. Like, I, I just don't get it. But once I heard Dane trying to tell him that he's going to put him up because he wants to, you know, 
Kira's got to go. And Pawn, hello, like, he, the, usually the HOH doesn't even vote. They're not allowed to vote, so they don't even have a say in the votes, which it ended up being a little bit different this time around. But you have to make sure everybody walking into that diary room is going to vote the way you want. You can't control these people as much as you think you can. You're not going to be able to control them. Uh -uh. So you're putting your life in these people's hands or this person's hands that doesn't even have a vote. But speaking of that, this is the second time in Big Brother Canada history that there was a tiebreaker. I kind of really like the fact that it was a five to five because I said, you know what? He put them there. Now he can, you know, get some blood on his hands in regards to, you know, looking at the person that you said, oh, you're going to be a pawn and then you have to evict them. Good. Kaylin was pissed. He was not happy with them. Who was pissed? She was talking. Kaylin and Eddie were talking in, um, I think in the pantry room and or maybe it was on the couch, but they were talking and Caitlin said to Eddie, you know, he, we gave him a chance to keep his word and he didn't keep his word. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes to show like what side, basically the house was divided at that point, I would say, you know, it was like this side against this side, but you know, Kaylin has some sort of powers. I mean, she's kind of got mommy, um, mother bear kind of feel to her. But, you know, we're going to get to that, you know, what's going on right now in the house. But, um, but yeah, so we saw the first uh, tiebreaker of the season and then the the second one of all time. So, um it just goes to show you, if you have a goal in the house, anybody listening out there, never willingly be a pawn. Never. Never. Nope. Because I want you to have this little voice, like a little Michelle sitting on your shoulder going, don't be a pawn. Don't do it. Don't even agree. If they're going to put you up, put you up. Don't have them give you this song and dance. And then if they put you up. If, they're, if they put you up and they tell you we're going to remove you, that's when you can say, all right, I'll work with you, I'll trust you, blah, blah, blah. Lie through your teeth and fight it for hell for that veto. Yeah. Because which, maybe if you lie to them, they'll drop their guard. Well, that's what Mickey should have done, right? He should have lied to, and told Dane that he would have kept them safe for the next week instead of telling them no. I mean, you put me up, I'm going to put you up. I mean, that started the chain of events of getting him out because he could have just, you know, lied through his teeth and, um, you know, just said, yeah, sure, of course. Um, Of course I'll, you know, keep you safe. Yeah, sure. But, you know, it didn't just really work out for him. Yes. He cursed everybody as he walked out. That was hilarious. That was that was gold. Oh my gosh. Yes, it was very funny. I I enjoy yeah. immensely people blowing up as they leave the house. That's awesome. Hopefully that'll be one of the right at the right moment. Oh, it's it's priceless. 
Yeah, it was classic. So there you go, everybody. Um, Makey, he left, got evicted on a tiebreaker from the, the HOH, which we also, um, well, well, we haven't got to that point yet, but we'll talk about something. No, actually, that it, this happened beforehand. So what are your thoughts, Eric, on this new kind of twist that was um, put on the house, I guess you could say? Um, in regards to the HOH not being able to play in the veto. What do you think about that? I think that is, uh, I, I don't know, it's awesome in a bad way. I'm not sure. How, I, I, think it's, I think it's a clever little twist because then the HOH does not have all the power. They won't go power mad. And it makes the HOH feel absolutely helpless. Well, that would probably keep them from having more backdoor plans because they would have to, like, or have faith in somebody that they're working with to win the veto and to get somebody down. So I think that would switch switch around maybe more of their backdoor plans and, and instead of doing backdoors, maybe put up the person they actually want to go up or go out yeah, right away. If you don't maybe? put up. They could get kicked for the competition, and then if they get kicked and they win, then you're screwed. You're still screwed. Yeah. So there's only going to be uh, five people total, which that also betters the chance of somebody that's on the block to win the veto. Because now instead of having to go against four people, they only have to go against three people. So, yeah, so it's very interesting. The, the block had a chance. Yeah. So um, to see if that actually is going to be, you know, detrimental to some people's games um, in regards to this kind of twist, because I don't know. I'd have to, like, really kind of see it in action, like, you know, if it's really going to affect it that much. Um I guess it keeps the person from having the most power in the house, you know. Your HOH and the HOH and the veto winner. They're going to have to think, you know, they're going to have to come up with a plan B and C instead of a plan A. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're thinking, oh, I'll win the power of veto, or one of my people will. Well, now, you know, even let's say you don't trust those other people, you're out of luck anyway. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot more scenarios, maybe. Uh, like you said, a lot more different plans. Um, yeah. And won't be, like having to tell people your game plan, much. too. Yeah. I definitely because they're going to have, be, they're gonna have to tell somebody their plan, right? Well, I mean, maybe they – I think you're – yeah, you're right. That's a good point. But yeah. they're definitely not going to try to do something down. by themselves. You know, they'd have to definitely need somebody. They're going to need somebody to do the dirty work. Yeah. So we'll have to see how this affects the game. Um, last It'll week change. when Dean was HOH, um, that's when it started. So we'll see how that works. So, um, 
I kind of, you know, enjoyed watching um, last night's show. I watched it today when I got home from work. And they showed the dynamics of what happened after um, the 5-5 to vote in the tiebreaker. And how they were kind of discussing it. What what were your thoughts with the house kind of, um, they were having like a, 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 they were, they were fighting, but without loud voices. They were actually having civil conversation, but discussing how they they were were on the opposite side of the house. What were your thoughts on that? Well, I noticed that Kira seemed to be saying something to Dane about, I thought I think it was loyalty. I'm trying to remember. It was this it was this morning that I watched it. And yeah. I know that Kira was definitely throwing some kind of shade to Dane about something that he did that he didn't keep his work. I could be wrong. I know there was something well, they yeah, were saying. So Kaylin Kaylin was saying to I believe it was um um was it Eddie? Or was it Damien? Yeah. She was saying it to Eddie or Damien. Oh, I think it was Eddie. Yeah, she was telling Eddie. Because Eddie, Eddie didn't feel good. Yeah, Eddie didn't feel good about, you know, changing his vote. And she was kind of like, listen, this showed us where he lies. Like, he decided he was going to tell us one thing, and he did something different. And that happens. That happens a lot. Yeah. So I think it showed basically Kaylin um, came up with this game plan, but at the end of the day, a lot of people's kind of game blew up a little bit in their face. I guess if they wanted to kind of be a little bit more laid back right away, um, it kind of put everything out I there. Was, I think that's what Kira's point was trying to, I think it wasn't just Dane. They were saying about everybody in the house, their word. Yeah, and it's a good way to blow up a bunch of people's games all at once. Blame them for the tie. Yeah. I mean, and, and if anything, I would have been like, happened. "What do you mean?" Like, I, in the beginning, the way you were saying, Dane, was that you wanted Caragon, and you guys are the ones that changed your word. You know, we were doing, we were sticking to the game plan. So. Uh... Kind of turning you know, around. It, if they yeah. hadn't changed their word, Dane wouldn't have to make that choice. Yeah. And why did they change it? Why did Dane, why did Adam? Because they felt threatened by mocking what uh, Mickey and what he was saying to other people about going after the, the pretty boys, going after them. So they did that for selfish reasons for their game. So, you know. And that's what everybody does. Um, they'll change the last minute. Yeah. I I thought it was a great game plan, but I think that it definitely let the house know that Kaylin is definitely somebody that they all need to worry about. She and they're um, trying to backdoor her, aren't they? Yes, so they are trying to backdoor her. So I'm going to give you guys some spoilers out there. Um, Just let you guys know that Chelsea won the HOH. Um, We'll talk a little bit about that. But, you know, Chelsea won the HOH. She put up uh, Kiki or Kira and Damien, which once again, Damien's up there. I don't get it. I don't get it. And, um, 
Yep, he's he's an easy cop out. And so Sam won the veto, and Sam took down Power Veto, took down Kira, and they put up Kaylin. So oh. I guess, yeah, I guess it's backdoor plan. Uh-huh. Is going into full effect. I don't think so either. I think Damien, as long as he kind of just stays cool, calm, and collective, and I feel like Kaylin is going to crack Mm -hmm. under pressure. What do you think? I think she's going to, you know, the way she reads people, she's going to try to tell so many people different things to convince them to she's going to piss them off and they're going to want to get rid of her she's going to be that motherly way that everybody wants to be mothered it's like you know what don't treat me like one of your kids yeah and I think that's what's probably going to end up happening yeah I think she's going to talk away right out the house unless it's what well, I mean, there is that blood veto. What if she finds it? I don't well, know if they've right revealed before, that yet. Right before the end of the show, they revealed, Arissa revealed that Canada can vote for one of the house guests to get um, to Leon's, what is it? Leon's, Leon's Lounge. Leon's Lounge, thank you. And that they'll be able to maybe get some clues or something? Is that what it is? It's going to be some paperwork or files. This I'm assuming it's going to be no, clues, right? The They're going to watch. There's going to be some video clues in the lounge. There's going to be some video clues because in the lounge. Because all the paperwork clues would be in that other room. I think they're going, to let, they're going to let them in that lounge and let them watch some kind of video. Or they're going to get the spy on the house guest. That's what it is. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what it is. They're Spy on the house, yes. Now, this is something that I read um, on one of like the sites that I the the groups that I follow, um, and um, during the live feeds, I guess apparently Adam um, got some sort of bag. I don't know if it was like a sandwich bag or. I'm assuming it's a sandwich bag or a trash bag or something. And he wrote like veto on the outside of, of the bag. Now I don't know if they get writing utensils, writing utensils in big brother Canada. I know that we were not allowed to have writing utensils. We couldn't have anything that wrote um, anything. So they actually took like our eyeliner. The way that we wrote was with nail polish. <laughs> and he wrote veto on this bag, and he put it in the shower, like somewhere behind, like a shampoo bottle. So, like if somebody was going to go and like use a shampoo bottle, they would find this bag with veto on it, and they would think that they found a clue to a veto. Uh. So, so I know that he did that. Um, I just don't know. I don't. I think that the feeds got cut because they were having a pizza party. So I don't know what came about that, but um, if anybody found it, yes. But I don't know if he put anything in it. I don't know um, because really, like, what is it? There's no clues that you can actually write. I mean, I I don't I don't really know. Or you know, maybe he's just trying to throw people off. 
yeah. But what what people are going to think about it when they actually find it? Like, kind of reminds me of like a like a an idol, you know. Oh. Um, there's an actual idol that you'll find. You're not going to find a pedo bag. Hmm. What was that? I mean, he could have done it just to throw people off and make them all think that okay, they got to focus on this, and then maybe they'll lose track of everything else. And that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, we'll see what comes about that. But I, I just read that on. I thought that was interesting. I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like what he used to write, um, because I, I know we were not allowed to have it. Oh, and then something else I read too. So supposedly, um, during the veto comp, um, supposedly, I guess Kira was accused of helping Sam during her during the veto. I'm not sure if Kira yeah. was. I think Kira was actually participating in the veto, and they said that um, it was cheating, and that in the rule that says that you cannot help somebody with the veto, in the veto comp. And Adam but I don't think that's for all video comps. I think they said Adam was in on it too, but they, they reviewed the tapes. There was a post from Trevor Barris that um, I think, I can't remember who she, I think Robin Cash shared it. It was a post from Trevor Barris just explaining the whole thing and that they reviewed yeah. the tapes and there was no cheating. Yes, yeah. so Adam that, was that not was playing the veto. He was, like, just a person, like, a standby, per, like, you know, a viewer watching it. Yeah. And supposedly they said that he had said something to help her, too. But, like you said, they made a statement and said they went back and reviewed the tapes and that there was no cheating involved um, and that they stand, um, you know, strong with going back, viewing the tapes, and making sure that nothing um, happens in regards to cheating whenever there's any comps. So um, if anybody out there was wondering what happened, what came about that, there was cheating. They looked at the videos. There's no cheating. So, but I mean, like, I, we, I guess we got to see the comps to understand, like, what type of cheating it would be. Um, because, I mean, I've seen vetoes before where people, like, let the other person win. So I don't know if they were giving them um, – Clues, or they were helping them. So we'd have to. I guess we have like to actually wait to see the video. Like uh, Angela like basically giving Tyler on on um, Otev. Angela told Tyler he had the wrong file, and he ended up winning. Yes, but not Angela. Um, kind of Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah. Actually, her her real name is Angela. So you you were right on that. Yeah, I was half right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why she probably went by Rockstar because it would have been so confusing if there was two Angelas in the house. I mean, it could be a situation where somebody needs to find a gold ball in a pool of red and green balls, and somebody says, oh, my God, the gold ball's over to your right. It's right over there. Do they consider that cheating? If they don't, then no one cheated. Yeah. I think that's the situation. I think it was somebody, yeah. I think Kira was telling Sam, where something was to help her find it. And I think people consider that cheating, but Big Brother doesn't. That's how I interpret it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll have to just wait to see how they play it out on TV. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait, but um, they did put a statement out and make sure that if the integrity of the game was upheld. Um, so we only have a few more minutes, so I just wanted to, um, your thoughts on Chelsea winning HOH and her picks of her non-selections. Did you think it was some good picks? Did you think that she took another kind of easy way out? Um, or do you think that Kaylin, Caitlin, at the end of the day, is it Kaylin? Yeah, Kaylin, not Caitlin, Kaylin. Yeah. Uh, is a good pick for a back door. Like, what do you think? Well, I think she's probably picking a back door because Adam wants her out. And I think she's probably going with what Adam wants because she seems to be working very closely with him. Or the Pretty Boy Alliance wants her out, and she's working with them. And she could be working yeah. with them, doing their dirty work, and end up like Brittany, getting evicted by them. Yep. Yep. Anything and I can see, I can see trouble in the future between between Chelsea, Sam, and Adam. Like that oh. trifecta is going to get messy soon. Don't you think so? I think Sam's jealous of Chelsea. You think I so? I definitely think she's jealous. I, I kind of think so because Chelsea seems to be very close with Adam. And there was one point where I could have sworn I, they were in the kitchen. Chelsea was hugging Adam, and the look that Sam gave her was the death stare. She rolled mm. her eyes so far in the back of her head they fell out. So I don't know how that's going to go. I don't think it's going to fly very well in the future. I don't either. I think maybe like the the next couple just like, you know, kind of be laying low with the whole situation. Um, but I think it's going to get messy real quick. You know, I mean, um, what Adam already said, if he has to cut Sam, he'll cut her. Yeah, he said that right. But Adam's going to be very careful because he's he's got a bad taste in the, the Pretty Boys Alliance mouth. And if they see that he's not only is he got Sam, but he also has Chelsea, um, you know, that that could that could cause some trouble for him too. Anthony's not Anthony's watching like a hawk. Anthony yeah. doesn't he, he's not too happy about you know I think the Sam and Chelsea thing, and he thinks that um, Sam is going to be a you know bad luck for Adam and. I think Anthony wants Sam to go. They, you know, there was yeah. close that, you know, Sam got backdoored last week, but she didn't. Um, but that's because Adam won the veto and, yeah. you know, saved that situation. But uh, yeah. definitely something that they're going to be, you know, it's it's kind of definitely something interesting. Um, and definitely we know that there's going to be some drama uh, that's going to come about that. You, you got to hope so. When? Oh, yeah, it's got to. It has to. So, um, yeah. all right, well, thank you, Eric. I don't know. I hope everything's okay with Suzette. Um, but thank you so much yeah. um, well, talking Big Brother Can with me. I enjoyed it. My pleasure. Awesome. Anytime. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so Anytime. much. We'll be back again next week, Eric, if you'd like to join us as usual, and we'll be talking oh, about cool. what happened this week in Big Brother Canada, okay? Absolutely. Sounds good to well, me. Thank you so much. Take we'll care, care, Eric. Michelle. Michelle. Thanks, Eric. 
All right. Well, we got our Big Brother Week in almost. I mean, we could seriously talk about it for a while, but um, we'll be talking next week about who gets evicted, about the new HOH, and what their noms are. Um, so stay tuned. I next wonder week. what happened with Suzette. Um, yeah, I know. I hope everything's okay. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, so we'll be, we don't know if we'll be back next week. We might have to take a week off. Um, I, we'll, we'll let you guys know during the week. Um, I got some things going on that I just don't know timing wise, if I'll be able to make the show. So we'll probably be back the following week. Um, but as I was saying before, Eric had called in, which actually worked out great because I like to get a lot of different people's opinions on Big Brother Canna. Um, there's only a few days left, you guys. Go to realityrally.com. You can click my name. I definitely need some more donations. I'm a few hundred dollars behind um, the goal. All the money goes to Michelle's place. Um, they have a cancer resource center that not just only does breast cancer now, but they are um, opening the doors to anybody who is dealing with it, families, um, kids, anything that affects people right now that's um, in the Temecula area. Um, if you just go to realityrally.com, you go to the star lineup, you click my name or anybody else's name and donate. There's only a few days left. Um, and I believe, Cherry, correct me if I'm wrong, Jillian said you could purchase tickets online and also um, at the events uh, at the door. And there's also some sort of VIP package unless there's no tickets left and they're sold out. We don't have that um, that information, so it's just something that right. if you and are if you're coming in, in from out of town, that VIP package is really worth it because it they pick you up at the host, at the airport and you are treated like one of the reality stars from the you know from the time you land you are just treated like royalty you are you get to be at the hotel with the reality stars you get to do everything the reality stars get to do and everything is included and you actually yeah, save fun. money so yeah. if you're flying in from out of town consider that VIP package um, it's really worth the money. So, you know, look at, at the savings that that offers and definitely whether you can go or not, go and donate. They do offer um, live streaming for those of us who can't make it. We do get to see things, you know, while we're sitting at home, we get to see, you know, some live streaming of the event and you know, I'm always so grateful for events that offer live streaming, you know, for those of us who can't travel. And this is just one of the events that it really touches my heart there on this planet can say that cancer hasn't touched their life in one way or another. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And now Michelle's place is not just for breast cancer anymore. It is a re, uh, you know, a resource center for any type of cancer. And they do so much wonderful work, not just for the patient, but for the entire family. So, yeah, so huge. It's just an amazing center that they 
have out there. I wish every state, every big city had a Michelle's Place like they have out there. So make sure you go and check it out. Donate. And and you don't have to have a big donation. If you can donate five bucks, it's so worth it. Every little donation helps. So please go do that. It means so much. And I think the the, the uh, donation and, uh, deadline is the 26th, I believe. Um, could be wrong. It's like the, the 26th, I think. But just to be on the safe side, we'll say the 24th, 25th, like just so, you know, you're not, you know, if you're trying to scramble, um, I don't want you to show up on the 26th to make a donation and it's the end of the uh, date. But I know there's only like eight, eight days left, so... Um, and like Cherry said, it doesn't have to be like a huge amount of money. Um, I think we I've said this so much time, so many times. It's like you know, every dollar counts, and um, you know somebody or yourself personally have been affected by it. So, and if you want to be a part of it, there's opportunities for you to be part of the race. You can get a reality person to be on your team. You can be part of the lip sync. You can be in the vineyard, whatever whatever it is. So go and donate, okay, guys? And me and Cherry appreciate everything that, you know, you donate because um, we've been a part of this for nine years. And uh, I can't get my streak cut. I got to be there to celebrate nine years of attending. So um, that's right. If you do donate, thank you in advance. And, um I know Joey Cavino from Amazing Race said if anybody donates $200, he will give you his badge, his official police badge. Um, wow. Real deal, his um, police headquarters, uh, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's Revere, um, but he will give you his, um, we, we did a we did a show the other day together, so that's how that came about. So $200, you get to have your own Police badge, real deal, people, okay? That's amazing. By the way, Michelle, I wanted to let you know, I sent you pictures and private message on Facebook of both the purple and the green shamrocks, so you can see what they look like. Pink cherries. Okay, I can take a look at it after we close out the show. So um, we'll just safe to say that we're probably going to have to cancel next week's show. Um, But if there's anything that changes, we will let you know. But um, love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting us. And Miss Cherry Pie, do your thing, girl. Close out the show. And if anybody else wants to see what the shamrocks look like, I have them posted on my Facebook. So that's it for tonight. Everybody take care. Have a great week. Everybody be kind to each other out there. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. 
Michelle's shows are always great. Michelle, say good night. Good night, everybody. Get your shamrock tree. <laughs> good night, all. Take care. <laughs> good night. <laughs>